Hebrews chapter 11, verse 31. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. Joshua 2, verse 1 through 21. And Joshua the son of Nun sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, Go, view the land, especially Jericho. And they came into the house of a prostitute whose name was Rahab and lodged there. And it was told to the king of Jericho, Behold, men of Israel have come here to search out the land. And the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out the land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, True, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out. I do not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hid them with stalks of flax that she had laid under the roof. So the men pursued after them uh, all the way to the Jordan as far as the fords. And the gate was shut as soon as the pursuers had gone out. Before the men lay down, she came up to the roof to see them. And she said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land. And the fear of you has fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land melt before you. For we heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you came out of Egypt. And what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, the king of Sihon and Og, whom you devoted to destruction. And as soon as we heard it, our hearts melted. And there was no spirit left in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that as I have dealt kindly with you, you will also deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father and mother and my brothers and my sisters and all who belong to them and deliver our lives from death. And the men said to her, our life for yours, even to death. If you do not tell of this business of ours, then when the Lord gives us the land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. Mm. Then she let them down by a rope through the window, for her house was built into the city wall so that she lived in the wall. And she said to them, go into the hills or the pursuers will encounter you and hide there three days until the pursuers had returned. Then afterward, you may go your way. Then the men said to her, we will... Uh, uh, we will be guiltless with respect to this oath of yours that you have made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, you shall tie this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And you shall gather into your house, you and your father and mother, your brothers and all your father's household. Then if anyone goes out of the doors of your house into the street, his blood shall be on his own head and we shall be guiltless. But if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head. But if you tell this business of ours, then we shall be guiltless with respect to the oath that we have made, that we have, you have made us swear. She said, according to your works, so be it. Then she sent them away, and they departed. And she tied, us, she tied the scarlet cord in the window. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will, great to be in the chair. The new chair. I know. This is so nice. This yeah. is my first time in 
uh, in this new swanky office of yours, <laughs> I, Will. I, I, know. First I like your there. plants. Yeah, I like yeah. uh, you got a lot of cool stuff in here. We're we're getting there. The the big the six big flavors in one pack of yeah. Pez, vintage Pez. Ad I mean, that's goodwill. Really nice. <laughs> um. So okay, interesting story. Really interesting story. Brings up a lot of questions. I don't even know who had time to get to him today in one hour daily rhythm. Yeah. But let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, uh, there's a few things that strikes uh, me in the passage. Mm -hmm. Number one, Rahab is a prostitute. Yep. Smart play, <laughs> right? I mean, if you're thinking about your spies, where are you going to go that's going to be yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like, well... You know, I some strangers came into town and they went to Rahab's house. Yeah, yeah. Lots, All right, lots of men going in and out. Shrewd men, shrewd, yeah, shrewd men, shrewd move by these spies. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's just something that's kind of interesting that mm -hmm. strikes me. But of course, they're caught, they're found out. Um, and then Rahab number two helps them. Okay, so that's also interesting. It's like Rahab before she really knows much about. Hebrew people and about the Lord believes in the Lord. I mean, yeah. she's like a Christian, you know, there, there's yeah. like some faith that she has. I mean, and obviously that's why we're talking about her because yep. we're, we're bouncing from Hebrews 11 here into Joshua. Mm -hmm. Number three, interestingly, the whole lying piece, right? Mm -hmm. What do we do with that? I have an answer, but I'd like to hear yours. <laughs> and then of course, number four, the blessing and provision of God's people for her and her household because of her kindness. Yeah. What are your, what are your thoughts on the passage? Yeah. You know, I, I just gave you my four point sermon there. Will, I know. So. I know. So to follow up. No, I mean, I, I think really just simply it, it's another great reminder from Hebrews uh, of somebody who, who's, you know, past is filled with great sin and sin and rebellion against God. But purely through believing that the power of death and life is held in the hands of God and, mm -hmm. and not of self and, and kind of surrendering that, that myth of self autonomy and control over God. It is counted to her as righteousness. And not only is it counted to her as righteousness, but she's actually grafted into the ge genealogy of Christ. That's so true. So, Matthew one. Yep. She married a guy named Salmon. Okay. Yep. And they had a little baby named Boaz. Mm -hmm. And Boaz found this Moabites. Yep. Okay. Who was uh, a widow? Mm -hmm. Ruth. Yep. And uh, and so we have this this woman of Jericho here and this uh, Moabites. Um, both coming into the line of Christ. So obviously, you know, what is the rest of the story? Okay. Well, all of Rahab's people died. I mean, everyone in Jericho mm -hmm. gets wiped out. You know, the end of the story, the, the whole marching around the city. That's another interesting thing that we could have, um, we could have like maybe picked out, right? Yeah. Um, it's like, how did the, the, all the walls fell Rahab's house was built into the wall. Mm -hmm. Okay. We don't hear of her. Obviously, afterward, they went in and killed everybody by sword. But before, we don't hear of like Rahab coming out to them. Yeah. And so like somehow supernaturally, this part of the wall, I mean, I just like to think about that. Like this part of the wall stayed standing. 
Mm-hmm. Don't go out of the city. Don't go out of the house, or you, the your you know your your blood will not be on our hands. Well, it's actually interesting in in Joshua six during the fall of Jericho, the the spies actually send men to the prostitute's house uh, to bring out Rahab oh, and her okay. family, and so it's almost like this uh, rescue mission. Okay, so they go get they her get out. And you know, I'd, yeah. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So amazing grace there yeah, yeah um of god and provision of god toward um toward rahab okay so let's deal with some of the things so the lying mm-hmm. um um people say what about rahab lying well here's what's going on here she's serving god and his people i mean mm-hmm. her heart is for god and his people um and so in a, in a sense you could say she's kind of shrewdly deceiving the enemies of God, mm-hmm. um, in order to save the people of God. Now, you know, you can say, well, is that, a, that means it's okay to lie as long as the ends are good. You know, I think the answer is no, but you know, Rahab, I mean, she's at best like a newly discipled person here. <clears throat> Lying is not good, but there are occasions when, um, you know, it is the best of two bads, right? And the, the worst bad here would be these enemies of God would kill these spies and, of course, stop God's advance. So the Lord uses this, if you will, deception of Rahab um, in order to accomplish his purposes. So it's an interesting little passage of Scripture, but uh, um, or an interesting thing to think through. But, yeah, I mean, it's something that might come up on, like, an ethical question at a, you know, yeah. Christian college ethics class. Yeah, and, and the act of lying, you know, sin is ultimately rebellion against God. And, and that lying was actually submitting to God and joining his mission. Right. Exactly. Right. It's so it's not a rebellion against God. It's a, even though at, at the time the truth was stretched at, at the time, the thing that God hates worse than dishonesty is the destruction of his own people. Yeah. And that was what she was uh, saving. So it, Rahab is commended. She acts incredibly courageously. She acts incredibly faithfully. Um, and of course, as you said, she becomes a part of the story of our Lord. She, she, her name is etched in scripture forever as a, as this woman of great faith. Uh, You know, the last thing that we didn't really talk too much about is, you know, the, the widespread, um, the widespread news of God and his power. Yeah. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. It had come to this prostitute way, 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 way in Jericho. To the point, so much so that she, you know, she must have known of the strength of the Egyptians. Uh, yep. And so when she heard, there's this Hebrew God that destroyed the Egyptians mm-hmm. and uh, that brought his people out, she was, she was overtaken by that. She was overcome by that. She, she believed in this Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, it all kind of points to like Rahab kind of sits in a similar genre of biblical person as like the thief on the cross where they you know it's less of like oh we want to emulate this person's life like we might say that more about moses or or you know david or someone like that but it, she she's a person who when confronted with the reality of god and the power of god chooses rather than to harden her own heart she she submits and calls for mercy Mm. and the Lord is rich in mercy and a patient loving God. And so she looks, or he, he looks on her with favor. He looks 
uh, at the thief on the cross right and, and promises and, and i think to both of these people when they have an opportunity to interact with god or his people take it mm-hmm. you know and just think about this passage pastorally um i had a conversation you know with somebody this week that's really run from the lord and i think they're kind of thinking can god ever save me can god ever use me um and i think this is a great story for a person like that to to read and to meditate on can god ever save me can god ever use me well here's this woman that was a prostitute in jericho as far away from the people of god as you can get but when she heard about the truth of god and when she heard about the power of god as you just said will her response was faith her response was yeah. to believe in god and in a sense it was counted to her as righteousness and yeah. um you know she helped these spies she that faith produced works it produced action and um, as you, as we say, now she's part of the family of Jesus, and and so should we be. I mean, it doesn't really matter how far you may feel away from the Lord, as you respond to His power and to His mercy and to His grace with faith, with repentance and faith, uh, you are called to be a part of His family. For Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.